Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. there folks welcome to cut the crap it's an acronym that stands for culture race and american politics and boy are we in some crap at the moment i know you're looking at the headlines i know the rumor mill is running wild because you've heard that in a very dishonest way that possibly jenna ellis is coming out against Donald J. Trump. My eyes are almost healed. Look pretty good. I've I've got past this uh, poison ivy. Poison ivy and eyeballs. Well, poison ivy, eyeballs, and other balls don't go together. But I'm almost past it. But I do look like I've had the hell beat out of me. And yes, we've had the hell beat out of us. And the media's beating the hell out of us because we're in the midst of a war folks if i could take you back to about a year ago i told you then that what these deep staters are going to do is they're going to start collecting people and they're going to try to indict them been more than a year, maybe a year and a half, going to try to indict them. And the reason they're going to indict so many people is because they're going to use it because they're fighting a psychological war versus a true based on facts war. Here we are right in the middle of it. Just before we go into a new round of elections, you know, you've got, I guess you call it the midterms coming in and then the force to primaries after that as we get to 2024 that's why i've always tried to help you understand being the smartest patriot in the room is that this is a war the war going on that we're going through right now is no different than the war in israel not at all it's just fought with different weapons But nonetheless, they are weapons and attacks. So what we're going to do today is we're going to kind of unpack even more where the mainstream press and probably the people that, you know, hate Trump, hate you, hate conservatives are going to say, look, it's falling down. It's the world's crumbling there. They've got Donald J. Trump.
So let's hear Jenna Ellis and her plea deal, her kind of weepy, teary, cryy plea deal. I just want to be transparent with you. She starts out professing that she's a Christian. I don't know about you. But when somebody starts with that sentence, that that very thing, when that's the first thing that come out of their mouth, as it's if some blanket washing away, it just kind of stabs me in the heart. And I actually, it works in reverse for me. And I end up not trusting, not trusting what they say. I, I don't know if you're the same way. If you're the same way, let me know. But when when somebody comes right out of the bat with that, it's it's a red flag for me. It's a it's a total red flag. And and by the way, this is a war about us, and it's not really even about Donald J. Trump. And it's really not about these people that you're worried about flipping. But I'm just giving you my personal commentary on it. Because I try not to shut off my ears when I hear that, but I can't help it. I just cannot help it. And and in this movement, I'm sorry, and in this battle, I have heard that line used so much by people that I know are absolute rat bastards in this process. So maybe, maybe I'm tainted a bit, but I just felt I needed to get that out. But here we go. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. This apology to the people of Georgia is humiliating, even for all of us just watching. I've always been transparent with you. I have to tell you that during this battle for the last three years, and even in my own work in the full forensic audit, trying to extract every 
affidavit possible. Understand it's about triangulation. Let me give you an example in my own work. Imagine, if you will, for a moment, as we're doing the Arizona audit, and I find ballots that are truly counterfeit ballots. They're made to look like the full-color ballots that would come from Runbeck, but they're not. And then there's an issue with the full-color ballot, which you know comes off the printing press to be mailed out, but all of a sudden they have printed ovals on them. If it was a mail-in campaign, if it was a mail-in campaign, how would an oval get printed on a ballot to be filled in? It, you're right, it wouldn't. You'd be doing it by hand. Anyway, when you think about the thousand plus people on the floor handling the paper, and all of that is part of my data stream, if you were to look at the coding of how we coded the forensics, when somebody felt the paper or felt something was off, they would note it and that would become part of the permanent metadata that I could look at in doing it. Now, if you can imagine that for a court of law and I'm as a forensic investigator going, this is a counterfeit ballot and I show the forensics, I'm technically showing a digital version, right? And you can always expect opposing counsel to say, well, how do you really know? We're just looking at a photo. Well, because of the way I designed it all, I could go back to and say, well, here's the person that did it. Here's their affidavit, etc." I was also looking for affidavits of people that were working the elections or working at the polling centers where they would, they had already previously submitted affidavits that something's just not right with this paper. You follow me back to the day of the event. For some reason... Uh, all of these, some 55,000 supposed, 55,000 supposed affidavits across the United States attesting to all these different things. As a forensic investigator, if I can say, here's the bad ballot, here's how we know it's counterfeit, here's how we know it didn't come off the printer, here's the batch it's in, here's the box it's in, here's the pallet it's in, and here is a vote on it that is not a human vote, and then I can back it up. And here's somebody that worked in the audit, and they said this paper felt off. So now, now I'm adding haptic. I'm adding touch. And oh, by the way, here is on the days of the elections when they came in, when some of the workers said, this paper's not right. You understand how you triangulate all those things together? That's how you create irrefutable evidence. Follow me? That's how you create irrefutable evidence. Well, in 2020... There were over 55,000 55,000 affidavits around the United States regarding the elections. Now, there was one master keeper of all of those affidavits. And that one master keeper of all of those affidavits... was Jenna Ellis. And as I'm doing my job for this country, just trying to present the evidence and say, here's science, here's physical evidence, here's human opinion and human observation on top of it, 
she was the only person in the affidavit process where we needed this cross-collaborating empirical evidence to never bother to return a phone call, to never bother to return an email, and to never follow up when I even solicit other surrogates, you got to get Jenna to get these things to me. So maybe just in total transparency, there's a piece of me that goes, if you were in this fucking fight, how could you be so lax? And I found this, I found this to be pretty standard throughout this process. To me, when I see her little tearful testimony, I understand what she's doing. Nobody wants to have their butt in legal trouble. And I told you they're going to weaponize this process. I told you long ago, they're going to line the people up. They're going to charge them all and they're going to squeeze hard on them to get them to try to turn them on Donald Trump. And even if they turn or not right now, they're crapping in your cranium because they're making it look like they're implicating Rudy Giuliani or Sidney Powell or Donald J. Trump. You follow? It's a it's a psychological warfare. But I can say in this instance. I see crocodile tears and play acting. And frankly, in this process, I am so fed up three years of my life fighting this fight that at some of the highest places in this, the people you would think would be the most dedicated to the process don't give a shit. I'm going to let you watch her again. Thank you, Your Honor, for the opportunity to address the court. As an attorney who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. I'm sorry, but you're lying through your fucking teeth. Excuse me, folks. She agreed to represent Donald J. Trump because he was Donald J. Trump. No more, no less. 
She agreed to represent Donald J. Trump because she's a young attorney and it would put her in the limelight and it did put her in the limelight. No more, no less. To say she relied on the, I guess, testimony of other people, attorneys, and she should have done her own due diligence is actually a statement of fact, but it's also horseshit because everybody had tons of information going back and forth. But you're seeing this now. I, you, you know, I'll warn you. As you watch some of this stuff, you actually have people in this process that have inserted themselves into this process of these people that are now fighting for their lives and livelihood that all of a sudden are experts that have nothing to do with it. And one of the first things where they said, I'm in election integrity, uh, proved to be a lie about Dominion, but they're inserted into the process. And now there's some sort of expert going to explain how a ghost voter is inserted. A concept they had nothing to do with, do not know how to investigate. But what's the common denominator? The common denominator is you have a hell of a lot of people that are along for the ride. Some of them attention seekers, most of them nefariously implanted, and they're just giving bad BS information and they'll play like they're experts. And why will they play like they're experts and get inserted? So the deep state and everything knows all the information that's going on as it's going on. And if you looked really close, if you looked really close at a lot of this stuff, you will find in some of the people fighting for their lives, Tina Peters, others, there are people inserted in there. And I'm telling you, their job is just to keep the deep state, the prosecution and others informed as they play games with people's lives. This is not something to play games with. Now, on the other side of the coin, Jenna's 38 years old. She spent her time, her money, her career, her education becoming an attorney. She shot right to the top. Right now, what she's doing is trying to protect her attorneyhood and not lose her license to practice law. I understand that. But I tell you what, I'd find another fucking occupation if it was me. And I was 38 years old because life throws shit at you. But you know what you don't do? You don't undermine the American public and the American people. And let me tell you why I say that. Everything these people say is setting the standard that will be used against us in every election going forward and in every challenge going forward. She just set a new precedent that the attorney is not to believe their client and the attorney is to do independent investigation even before she takes on said client. No, they're fucking there to defend their client's position. And so this is going to have to do with all of us 
because they're not going to stop doing what they do. These challenges are going to be fought all the time, right? These challenges are going to be presented all the time. It's going to happen more in the future. And because of words these people say, saving their hides, which is human nature, it's setting a standard for all of us that is going to hurt all of us, that is going to set goals or fences or hurdles that are that in many ways can be insurmountable. But more importantly is, here's the number one standard they're setting. Ready for this? I'll, I'll, I'll just shortcut it for you. I'm sorry, Your Honor, I should have taken the opinion of the people that ran the elections. They know what's best. Well, duh. Do you think anybody that ran the elections, good, bad, indifferent, or nefarious, are going to say, ha you caught me? Hell no. Hell no. We're looking at an event that's going to be talked about for the rest of our lives. But people can get eat up with fear. Most people aren't fearless. So I will say, even as hard as I am on this, I understand what she's doing. I understand why she's doing it. But I think so many people do not realize that this fight is much larger than any one of us you could ever imagine. It is this fight we're fighting right now. Here's what people don't think. You know pedophilia is an atrocity. You know they rape and kill children. But you know if we get our shit cleaned up and our system cleaned up and our electors cleaned up that we can stop that stuff. When people can't stand their ground for what's right, I look at it this way. Let's say they keep up with this stuff and turning stuff. How many more hundreds of thousands of children are going to be sacrificed because you could not understand what this fight is really about and it's good versus evil and the future of our country and putting a stop to pure evil that's at the highest echelons of our country. That's the real decision you made. That's the real decision you made by not taking this seriously. And you can't apologize for that. You can't. Because the system is designed to be horrible. Now, these people are just trying to save their hives, I understand. But we've got an evil system. I play this parody for you, but it's pretty ironic how true it is. Oh, yeah. This is just what I needed. Nancy, <laughs> we're live! Oh!
Hello there. <laughs> Are you the very small percentage of America that's still a Republican? <laughs> well, there's still time to come over to the fun side. The Democratic Party. <laughs> We're just a bunch of hip and happy, smiling, hard workers over here waiting for all of you with arms wide open. When the other guy was president, I was so angry all the time. He literally forced me to pay two bucks a gallon for gasoline. But now that Joe Biden's president, I can finally pay what gas is worth. Five bucks a gallon. Back in 2020, the other guy made me spend three bucks for a two by four. But now that Joe Biden's president, I'm happily paying seven dollars for a two by four. Oh, me and Monica are going to build the most expensive house in the world. <laughs> Last year, the other guy forced me to work 40 hours a week. I was miserable. But now that Joe Biden's president, I get free money every month so I can watch TV and sleep on the couch all day. I'm never going back to work. You know, finally, we have a president. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we have a president who's courageous enough to expose the rich, old, powerful white people who were born into privilege. <laughs> and that same amazing president is allowing all of those rich, old, powerful white people to keep their jobs. <laughs> when the other guy was president, I thought for sure I'd be going to jail. But now that Joe Biden is president, I've been staying at the Standard Hotel every weekend. More pasta and hot dogs, please. We were terrified about losing our business when the other guy was president. But, but now, now that, that Joe, Joe Biden, Biden is president, president we're, we're not, not afraid, afraid anymore. anymore. It's business as usual. Uh, when the other guy was president, I would have to, like, smoke Parmesan cheese to get high. But now that my dad is president, I'm smoking the real stuff. Now that Joe Biden is president, I don't have to delete my emails anymore. And the other guy can't put me in jail. <laughs> Victory is mine. I was so nervous when the other guy was president. I was convinced I was going to go to prison for my spy girlfriend. I got so nervous I wouldn't even fart on live TV. But now that Joe Biden is president, me and my spy girlfriend are finally getting married. Uh, ever since that racist madman fuck sexist pig corrupt motherfucker left the White House, I haven't heard our new president, Joe Biden, say Obamagate one time. Yeah, Joe is doing a great job. You see? <laughs> America is turning out to be a pretty cool place. <laughs> and it's all because of Democrats. <laughs> Join us today. I, I play that. Yeah, it's funny. But it's also horribly tragic and sad at the same time because it's, it's true. And it's laughable to anybody that has common sense. For them to say everything's great and hunky-dory and biodynamics and look how successful we are when we're getting crushed financially. And that's why I play that. It's funny. It's absolutely freaking true. And it's sad. And it uses humor to show transparently apparently, how, well, how far we've fallen. Uh, folks, I know this is stressful when I... I'm transparent with you. We've got a lot to learn today, but I'm, I'm going I'm to keep on going through it. I'm going to unpack it. But I know this is stressful. Let me just throw one thing at you that might help with this stress because, 
Lord knows I'm stressed, just like you. It's uh, CB Distillery, cbdistillery.com. Um, I never really ever thought about until I met CB Distillery and started working with them about CBD. It just wasn't my bag, baby. You know what I mean? I guess I'm too much of a purist or a wimp, whatever the case may be. I just didn't know enough about it. But now I've met people now, and I understand the 2 million plus customers that use CB Distillery are getting incredible results. Even my own father's one of them. I can tell you, even me, my body's very sensitive trying it. I was actually amazed that, wow, it actually did what it said. Here's an example of what CBD can do. If you need better sleep, well, 90% of the customers report better sleep with CBD. You need to have some more calm in your life. You better believe it. 81% say CBD helps with stress and anxiety. Uh, do you have aches and pains from working out after exercise? Well, 80% report less pain after physical activity. And it can help with your focus and concentration. And so let me tell you a little bit about CB Distillery. They have a full range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions. It's packed with whole body healing plant compounds and vital nutrients. It's 100% clean. No artificial colors or flavors or preservatives. Even one of the top dogs at the Mayo Clinic, internist, Kevin Frey, he's a preventative health specialist, says this is the stuff it's recommended. There's over 2 million satisfied customers. So if you're frustrated with a health concern that's not getting better, you know, those nagging things that are eating at you, or right now you're just like worried about everything and just need to chill a bit. Try CBD from the source I trust, CB Distillery. Let me get you on the right path with a 20% discount. Visit cbdistillery.com, enter my code. That's the promo code Jovan for your discount. That's how you get the 20% discount. No prescription required. That's cbdistillery.com, promo code Jovan for 20% off. cbdistillery.com. I trust them. You should. That's one of the things I love about sitting in this seat and, and doing what I do for you. I'm never going to utter something from my lips that I wouldn't do for myself, but it better just be something that in some way makes your life better or is useful. If you've been following over the last few weeks, even though you've had to look at my horrible freaking eyes like I'm some battered, you know, homeless individual. Don't put poison ivy in your eyes. I've been taking lean. I have never thought about anything to be a weight loss supplement, but I have in fact decided to try this. Why? Because I'm in my 50s and the weight's just not peeling off like I want. It's just not. It's driving me nuts. And it made me, I guess, it made me feel very mortal. You know, it's kind of a, just to tell you the truth, it's kind of a bitch to be 25, 30 years old in your mind and realize you're twice that in real life. But that's what we have to deal with. So your body starts changing. Well, I kept on watching these people that you'd see doing Ozampic 
and it's some sort of miracle and they're just dropping weight. All the stars are doing it. And then I found out it's actually an injection. Who wants an injection, especially a government injection of whatever chemical you can imagine. But they do produce fast results, but I'm not going to pay $1,500 for a jab in the stomach. But the reason they work is they lower glucose, reducing fat and curb the appetite. So if your goal is weight loss, but you're not into shots, the group of doctors have created at Rickhouse Nutrition, something remarkable. It's this new weight loss supplement, and it's just a supplement, simple little pills, three little you know capsules you take in the morning. It's called Lean. Here's why it's so fantastic. The ingredients, or what they call steady ingredients, have been shown to help maintain healthy glucose levels, burn fat by converting fat to energy, and reduce appetite. So if you struggle to lose weight, what you need is healthy glucose levels. You need to burn fat. You need to eat less. Those are the three keys. Every one of them are happening for me. Every one of them. I can measure this by my portion sizes are down because I just don't want them. And I'm certainly not even going back for seconds. It's really uh, done a number in my life. So if you want to add lean, you should add it to your healthy diet and exercise program anyway. It's a game changer. Let me get you started with 15% off and free rush shopping, Rush shipping. Take lean.com. That's the website. Take lean.com. Your promo code for this one is Jovan15 because it's 15% off and free rush shipping. Promo code Jovan15. Take lean.com, et cetera. Oh, by the way. The way I'm measuring it in myself is belt loops. And my belt loops are shrinking. Guys, if your belt has those little creases in it where you started pushing the limit and you got to keep on going out and you see the creases back here that you no longer and I'm going backwards on that scale. Uh, all of you guys, I've been watching at Rumble and other ones, y'all have been doing it with me. It's actually interesting. It's kicked in something in my body that wasn't working. Truly, I'm just telling you my experience. Something in my body with age stopped working. And my little body was just, and I'm not a little body, but you know what I mean, was stuffing fat everywhere. We had that talk about PUFA, right? My body started sticking fat everywhere. I'm noticing it's going away and going down. So uh, you can trust me on that one, guys. If you, if you want to follow that, it's, it's pretty much a miracle. Anyway, let's keep on. We've seen Gina's, uh, Jenna's plea deal, right? Let's go back and look at her through the lens of time. Through the lens of time. There you go. Yeah, it was absolutely shocking, Maria. And uh, what happened is that at about 1030 at night in that uh, voting center location, the, uh, the the election officials told everyone to just go home, stop counting, and then four people remained behind. And you can see from the video that they reached under a table and took out four big boxes of ballots and kept scanning them through through the night. And so this is what uh, my co-counsel, Mayor Rudy Giuliani, described as the smoking gun, this verified the testimony that we already had from uh, other uh, 
uh, poll watchers and other people who were there who said that they had to leave and that they described all of these irregular activities and the violations against the law. And importantly, I don't think anyone who is honest can actually look at this video and then all of the evidence that we've presented through the testimony of these very credible witnesses who are patriots just coming forward explaining all of the violations of the law that they've seen in the, across these six states. And I don't think any honest person can look at all of this and say, yeah, this was an election that was conducted fairly. There's nothing to see here. Let's move on. Now, let's think about this for a moment. When you look at her plea saying she was wrong, she didn't verify it. She is casting shade on that video. They, they never should have been pulling anything of any way out from under those tables. And oh, by the way, somebody called them suitcases and they were actually rolling containers and the fact checkers would fact check it saying those are not suitcases. That's how crappy this equivocation is. But with her plea, and with her statement saying she was just wrong, she shouldn't have believed people, all the people that were there working in it, many of them had been working there for decades, helping in elections, good people saying, that's not normal, that's not right, they normally don't make us leave, and they only kept a select few. Well, she threw every one of you under the bus. Now, I know she's saving her skin, but you got to understand this is part of every time you share that video and every time you look at it, the media told you, nope, you're nothing to see here. And what did she just do? Through her plea and the way she did it, basically said, ah, you're right, media, nothing to see here, when it was all a con job. The system is now telling you, you cannot believe your own eyes. And that is why the system will allow Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all those rat bastards to burn things, destroy things, and riot, and say it's just a peaceful protest. But then when you go as a conservative to do a peaceful protest, you're trying to overthrow the country. And her plea validated it. Nobody knows how they're going to come down on it till they're standing there in court doing it. But where is the ethic of your honor? I looked at the evidence. That's what it said to me. And therefore, that's what I claimed. If I was wrong, show me the evidence I was wrong. If I am to be punished, for speaking my truth, then I accept being punished for speaking my truth. Is that hard? Now, maybe there's all these machinations we don't know that they give her a little bullshit script and they're all going for scoring points of crapping in our craniums and they need those words because why we're all talking about it. But what these things are orchestrated to do, as I paint it for you this way, you understand the real goal. They have nothing. 
They have nothing. But when you understand that part of this game they played was the Democrat machine, they formed a group. You can go back in my archives, whether it be SoundCloud, if you want to listen to it, you can always go back to my SoundCloud. And I did a special program talking about how they are holding the attorneys hostage. You can also find a video version on my Rumble archives. But I told you back when that they put together a group called the T-65 group. And this was a group of attorneys that as soon as any lawyer in any state decided to fight for trying to make these election things get fixed, they immediately filed ethics complaints saying They're telling lies, and that's unethical. When you go back and look at that, and you realize they paid attorneys to do that, and as soon as an attorney gets an ethic complaint, the attorney has to deal with it. And if they don't deal with it in 30 days, it goes permanently on their file. It's a big deal. And so the left knew what they were doing. So any attorney that came in, they filed ethics complaints. And then those attorneys have to change their focus and get that off their file. That's why you saw so many attorneys disappear. But that's also why you saw attorneys not step up because it absolutely guaranteed you're going to have all these ethics complaints against you because they're going to try to take your livelihood. And when the American Bar Association participates in that and is willing to take your license saying you're a liar when attorneys can't in fact fucking lie in court, (laughs) it's done all the time. It's a con job. And when you step back and look, and who do they go after? You know, there's a reason they go after a particular type. Eastman, Powell, Tesboro, others. They're attorneys. What are they really doing? They're making an example of them, and they're sending the shot across the United States to any attorney said, don't you ever fucking think you're going to fight us if we decide to do something with elections. Do you understand this process? That's the process you're seeing. It's extortion of your livelihood. Don't you dare speak out or we will make sure you can't practice your chosen profession. Let's uh, go back and look at CNN. They did a evaluation of Jenna over time. The fourth of Trump's co-defendants to plead guilty in Georgia has had quite the evolution. My name is Jenna Ellis, and I'm the senior legal advisor uh, to the Trump campaign. But she did not always start out as a hardcore Trump loyalist. Here is Ellis when Trump first ran for president in 2016. Why should we rest our highest office in America on a man who fundamentally goes back and forth and really cannot be trusted to be consistent or accurate in anything that he says? Now, during the 2016 campaign, Ellis also used a long list of adjectives to describe Trump. Quote, idiot, boorish, arrogant, a bully, a fascist, disgusting, unethical, corrupt, liar, dirtbag, treacherous, abusive, unholy, not a real Christian, and a criminal. Now, fast forward to the aftermath of the 2020 election. 
This is an elite strike force team that is working on behalf of the president and the campaign to make sure that our Constitution is protected. Now, that so-called strike force team included Ellis, Rudy Giuliani, and Sidney Powell. And they blanketed the airwaves with lies, conspiracies, and just flat-out bogus information. President Trump is right that there was widespread fraud. The election was stolen and President Trump won by a landslide. We have this overwhelming evidence of fraud. This election was fraudulent. It was corrupted. All of these uh, false and fraudulent results. We select our president through the Electoral College not because it disenfranchises voters, but because it is a security mechanism for exactly the type of corruption that we are uncovering. This election was irredeemably compromised, irredeemably corrupted. It is irredeemably compromised. The question is fundamentally flawed when you're asking where is the evidence. This is not a law and order episode where everything is neatly wrapped up in 60 minutes. We know that President Trump won in a landslide. This is absolutely a legitimate legal basis. Look at all of these people who are uh, interfering, really. It's actually election official fraud. There is massive election official fraud. This is election official fraud. All of your fake news headlines are dancing around the merits of this case. We had significant, not just concern, but actual evidence. We have evidence that we will present to the court. I don't think any honest person can look at all of this and say, yeah, this was an election that was conducted fairly. This isn't about policy. It's not about politics. It's not about Democrat versus Republican. It's not even about President Trump versus Joe Biden. This is about election integrity. Now, later, Ellis would admit that many of those very claims that you just heard there were lies. When she was censured first and then now after being charged, Ellis has struck a plea deal in which she'll serve probation. She has to write a letter of apology and she'll testify in all the other cases with her former co-defendants. Here was her tearful statement in court today. What I did not do but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. Now, it is worth noting that Ellis has received more than $200,000 in crowdsourced donations under the premise that she's being targeted and that the government is trying to criminalize the practice of law. Now, it's unclear whether she'll keep those donations after her plea deal. So you see the con? It's very clear. When Jenna was talking in those previous... Senate presentation stuff. She was telling the truth. The system doesn't want the truth out. But how they got to her is by threatening her law license and then really charging her with RICO. Now, remember what RICO is, federal racketeering. I've always told you the reason the system keeps on saying that voter fraud is negligible is because of that word voter. They will always, in every election, you can go back. How do you think they find one stupid ass person who voted their dead mama's ballot? It's because they know everything that goes on. And they'll find that one person that voted dead mama's ballot and they will arrest and convict that one person.
Now, why will they always have that one person? So they can say, like Maricopa County, where this also happened, we have 2,500,000 registered voters, and there was one person who illegally voted her dead mother's ballot. You see the numbers game they're playing? Now, that's what I've always taught you for three years. There is a difference between voter fraud and election fraud. See, election fraud is, in fact, federal racketeering. And racketeering, RICO, R-I-C-O, is a very serious charge. But in fact, as I've taught you for three years, what you're looking at is this cannot occur without these people participating in it. And it is racketeering. And by the way, a lot of this occurs without people knowing it. But this is how the system punishes you. Now, another person involved in this is Mr. Chesbro. I just want to play. CNN carried this. I think it's important. We're going to drop into these 14 minutes, right? want to drop in and just see how one of these trials and please go. Chuck, do we want to listen in inside the courtroom? Have you signed it as well? Yes, I have. Along with Mr. Aurora? Yes. Judge, if I may. Have you had enough time to speak with your attorney, Mr. Aurora and Mr. Grubman? Yes. Have you had an opportunity to talk with them about all the facts and circumstances regarding the charges in the indictment, including your potential defenses? I have. Do you need more time to discuss your case with either of your attorneys? No. And are you satisfied with their services? Yes. Mr. Grubman, do you waive formal reading of the indictment? Yes. Do you waive any and all defects that may lie within that indictment? Yes. Mr. Chesborough, have you um, been arrested on these charges that lies in indictment 23SC188947? Yes. The state is unaware of any outstanding warrants related to these charges. Do you or your attorney know of any outstanding warrants that involve these charges? No. Do you understand that this is a negotiated plea, which means your attorneys and the state have reached a negotiated recommendation to make to the court? I do. Do you understand that the court is not bound by that recommendation and could sentence you to the maximum penalty for the charges? I do. Do you understand that the recommendation in this particular case as to count 15, conspiracy to commit filing false documents, is five years to be served on probation, a $5,000 fine, and that you are, I believe you're asking the court to treat you as a first offender, is that correct? Yes. I'm sorry, $5,000 restitution. You understand that? Yes. And do you understand also special conditions of the probation is that you commit complete 100 hours of community service? Yes. And that you write an apology letter to the citizens of the state of Georgia? Which I have, yes. Yes. And that you truthfully testify at all hearings and trials involving co-defendants in this matter, that you have no communication with co-defendants, witnesses, or the media until all cases have been resolved against all co-defendants? Yes. And do you understand that you must give a full recorded proffer with the state that you continue to also provide documents and evidence subject to any lawful privileges asserted in good faith? Yes. And, Your Honor, the defendant has already sought, done an apology letter, which the state will tender into evidence in state's exhibit number one. And also this morning, Mr. Chesborough, along with counsel, um, did give a proffer to the state. And I believe there is an understanding that any outstanding emails, text message, or any of those things will be turned over to the state in time and air. Indeed, yes. Mr. Chesborough, do you understand 
as I stated before, if the judge does not follow the recommendation, you can withdraw your guilty plea and go forward with trial. Yes. Do you understand that this is a guilty plea, which, be, which well, for your case, you're asking for first offender. So once you complete a first offender, you can honestly say that you have not been convicted of a felony. And I'll go over that with you a little bit more. Yes, I understand. And do you understand that this plea may be used to enhance sentencing on any other convictions you may have in any other jurisdictions in the state of Georgia or outside of the state of Georgia and in federal courts? Yes. Do you understand that you are being placed on probation as part of this plea? As being on probation, you cannot violate any criminal laws of any governmental unit or any special conditions of the probation. Do you understand yes. that? Do you understand that if you violate your probation or any other special conditions, you will be subject to revocation of the balance of the sentence? Yes. Do you understand that you are not allowed to possess or use firearms as a result of this plea and where you're on probation? Yes. Do you understand that if you are not a United States citizen, this guilty plea could will affect your immigration status and will resort in deportation, just like a conviction at trial would, and that this is truly is true regardless of any advice your attorney may have given you or anyone may have given you. Yes, fortunately, I, I am. Do you understand that you that there may be other adverse or unfavorable consequences as a result of this guilty plea, just as there would be for a conviction after trial? For example, your guilty plea may affect your right to vote, your right to hold public office, the right to, to serve as a juror, the right to obtain a passport, the right to receive, possess, or transport firearms, the ability to obtain employment, and your membership of any state or federal bars of which you are a member. Yes. Do you understand that by pleading guilty, if you use, receive, possess, transport a firearm, or use a firearm in a crime, you will be guilty of a felony, which may carry a sentence of one to 15 years? Yes. It's my understanding you're asking the court to treat you as a first offender. Is that correct? It, it, correct. Have you gone over the First Offender Act with your attorneys, Mr. Grubman and Mr. Aurora? Yes, I have. Have you ever pled guilty or NOLO to or ever been convicted of a felony in the state of Georgia or any other jurisdiction? No. Have you ever been sentenced for any crime, felony or misdemeanor under the First Offender Act? No. Has your attorney explained fully to you the First Offender Act? Yes. Do you understand that if you violate the terms of your first offender or commit a new offense while on first offender probation, your first offender status could be revoked, you could be adjudicated guilty, and you could be resentenced up to the maximum sentence for each for the charge in this indictment for which you are pleading? Yes. Do you understand that you waive any and all defenses, including any mental health defenses, by entering this guilty plea? I do. Do you understand that if you went to trial, you would have the right to trial by jury? the right to see, hear, and confront witnesses called to testify against you by the state, the right to testify or remain, remain silent and not incriminate yourself. Do you understand that? I do. Do you understand that this guilty plea, you are giving up that all of those rights, the right to a trial by jury, the right to remain silent and not to incriminate yourself, the right to confront witnesses, the right to, of assistance of counsel hired by you or by, appointed by the court if you could not afford one, the right of the presumption of innocence, <clears throat> The right to testify on your own behalf or to present evidence on your behalf, the right to subpoena witnesses and compel the production of evidence, and the right to have charges against you being proven beyond a reasonable doubt, and the right to appeal if you were convicted after trial. Do you understand that you're giving up each and every one of these rights by pleading guilty here today? Yes, I understand all that. Has anyone forced, threatened, or promised you anything for you to enter into this guilty plea? No. It is your decision to waive these rights to enter into this guilty plea because you are in fact guilty? Yes. 
How do you plead to count 15 conspiracy to commit filing false documents in indictment number 23SC188947? Guilty. Have you and your attorney signed that indictment? Yes. <clears throat> Is your guilty plea freely and voluntary given with full knowledge of the charges against you? Yes. Do you understand that you only have a limited right to appeal this guilty plea? Yes. And do you understand that you would have four years from today's date in order to file a habeas corpus petition challenging the voluntariness of this plea? I do. And your honor, the state has, um, in fact, checked and confirmed that Mr. Chesbro does not have any felony convictions at all, so he has no, no criminal history to the state's knowledge. If this case were to go to trial, the state would have shown the following. Between November 18th of 2020 and January 6th of 2021, the defendant and co-conspirators, Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Ray Stalling Smith III, Robert David Cheeley, Michael Roman, and others entered into a criminal conspiracy to cause certain other co-conspirators, including David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Steele, and Kathleen Austin Latham to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified electors for the president and vice president from Georgia following the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election. The objections of objectives of the criminal conspiracy included the following. One, to recruit certain individuals to falsely hold themselves out as the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Two, to create false electoral college documents including a false certificate of vote purporting to have been made by the authority of the duly elected and qualified presidential electors from Georgia. Three, to falsely state that co-conspirator Donald John Trump had won all of, the, all of Georgia's electoral college votes. And four, to deliver those false documents to the Georgia Secretary of State, the Chief Judge of the Northern District of Georgia, the Archivist of the United States, and the President of the United States Citizen being the Vice President. The purpose of creating these de and delivering these false documents were to disrupt and delay the joint session of Congress on January the 6th, 2021. By using the false documents from Georgia and other states in an attempt to cause Vice President Michael Pence to violate the Electoral College Act and the United States Constitution. This was part of a multi-state criminal conspiracy to unlawfully overturn the results of the November 3rd, 2020 presidential election in favor of the co-conspirator Donald John Trump, who did not win that election. Specifically pertaining to count 15 of the indictment, federal laws require the electoral college documents are maintained in multiple places, including the United States District Court and where the electors met and cast votes. In the Northern District of Georgia, electoral college documents are maintained in the clerk's office, administrative staff, with other non-case related documents, including standing orders and orders from the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Documents maintained in the administrative safe are public records that can be inspected by members of the public and members of the public can request certified copies of those documents that contain the clerk's official seal. Overt acts committed to affect this object of the conspiracy included, but are not limited to the following. One, the defendant created and distributed false electoral college documents to individuals in Georgia and other states in coordination with Donald John Trump for President, Inc., also known as the Trump campaign. 
the defendant provided detailed instructions to co-conspirators in Georgia and other states for creating and distributing these false documents. Three, co-conspirator Donald John Trump and John Charles Eastman solicited the director of the Republican National Committee to assist in recruiting persons to serve as fake electors in Georgia as well as in other states. Co-conspirators Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani solicited persons to serve as false electors and provided strategic instructions to several co-conspirators concerning the execution of the conspiracy in multiple states. Five, co-conspirator David James Schaefer, Sean Micah Thrasher Steele, and Kathleen Austin Latham and others met at the Georgia State Capitol in Fulton County, Georgia on December the 14th, 2020, created false electoral college documents that falsely stated that the co-conspirator Donald John Trump had received all of Georgia's electoral college votes and delivered those false electoral college documents to Congress and other governmental entities. The co-conspirators also attempted to deliver a copy we of the false electoral college documents. We are listening to and watching, to the Northern District which is of pretty Georgia remarkable, uh, filing, a very significant development in court, the case against documents Donald Trump. I'm done. Um, optics, 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 optics. Now, what Miss Willis banks on and what the system banks on is you don't remember 1787. And that you don't remember that the Electoral College an American institution, uniquely American institution, is no stranger to controversy. They neglect to tell you that in the 58 or 59 presidential elections since 1789, this one issue has been taken to a court of law many times and that in 1800 and in 1824, this very process was battled out, and it had to be decided with a special 15-person commission, right? Uh, not only did they also have to do it in 1876, but it had to be done in 1837. And just so you know, Bush versus Gore did the same thing. Yeah, they don't tell you that. And what's the procedure? If you truly think your candidate won and there's a reason to contest it, you must file the paperwork to present your alternate electors. This has been an ongoing dispute. This is not a criminal act, but to people that don't know their history and do not understand the Constitution and do not understand the Electoral College, don't understand that you are allowed to take this and every state is allowed to have disputed electors present their alternate electors and their view and duke it out. This was decided in 1877. This is law. This is the Electoral Commission Act, followed up by the Electoral Count Act. 
followed up by a joint session of Congress required under the 12th Amendment to certify election results. They're using word salad because what they want to do is they want to convince all future generations that an alternative elector is a crime. And by the way, under the United States Constitution, elections for presidential electors are administered and regulated in the first instance by the states. And state laws have been established for procedures for ballot security, tallying the votes, challenging the vote count, challenging the recount, and challenging the electoral contest within their respective jurisdictions. And it's supposed to be allowed to be played out at the state level, which they didn't do. I've always told you, history matters. And this is why they're eliminating history and teaching history in our schools. But what makes you think a country has gone wrong, you need to optically look at, we have bad people in position of politics that are, in fact, rat bastards. But you've got to understand they have a massive weaponized army. And what is the weaponized army? They control the media. The real bad guys here are the media. And oh, by the way, don't neglect to remember that Barack Obama took the one law and act on the books in the United States of America, the Smith-Munt Act, which basically said if the media tells lies, you're going to jail. You can't propaganda Americans. And he undid that act, made it legal for the government to decide the news story, to plant the news story, and made it legal for the United States government to give a story to newscasters they know is patently false because they decide it's in the best interest of Americans. That's why this is a battlefield. It's a battlefield for your brain. The battlefield on this thing's a half of inch, baby. It's not a football field. It's a half of inch right there between the middle of your forehead trying to control what you think. The traitors here are the media. And when you understand what Obama did and you understand the media used to say, no, we're fair and balanced, we're not biased, we're not this, all gloves came off when the system didn't want Donald Trump in and they came out having to tell the truth, we're against all this. And it was, well, balls to the ball, assholes and elbows, folks. It's They're fighting for their lives. You feel that we're fighting for our lives. I want to tell you the reality is they're fighting for their lives. They're fighting for their lives. That's how this works. And so right now, you're a fool. You're an idiot fool if you think I'm making a case for or not for Donald J. Trump or against Joe Biden. I'm actually telling you the truth. If we don't have free, fair, truthful, not even the word fair, if you don't have 
truth in elections and transparency, anybody can make you do anything. So only an idiot will think I'm presenting a case for Donald J. Trump or a case against Joe Biden. That's just a symptom of all this crap. I'm talking about something so much more important. Whether elections are truthful. We're a country that's ruled by the people, not by government. And when you allow elections to go wrong, you allow a small group of people to decide what applies to all people. That is what I'm defending. So bottom line, get your head out of your ass if you think this is just a Trump-Biden issue, you idiot, go back and study history. We are so far past whether this is a Trump issue and a Biden issue. We're talking the future of fucking America, idiots. That's what's being battled for. That's what's at stake. And I guarantee you, for all you libtards that can't think past your screwing eyeballs. You let an administration illegally get in that says you're going to bow to Jesus, kiss rattlesnakes to get healed, speak in tongues, and that's the law. You'll fucking understand how bad this is when that gets pushed on you. And that's why we have the system we have. That's why we can have different flavors from states to states. That's what it's about. You, too, should want our elections to be an accurate representation of the people. And you should want the people and power, and you need to stop worshiping at the altar of media and government. These guys will set you up. They will force us, no matter what, Want proof? Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Did you hear that? You think, guys, on the left, you think this is just about the cult of Donald J. Trump. You're an idiot. You're a useful idiot to the system. It is not about that. That is so over, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And in reality, even though as much as I now dislike Mitt Romney, if this would have happened to Mitt Romney, I'd be fighting the same fight. This is for the life of America, and they're forcing us. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, going to, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. That's the head of BlackRock. It's why I did this site, jovanlovesgold.com. Pay attention. I'm going to tell you how this racket works, even for heavily Democratic core audiences. Let's say you're a teamster. Yeah, baby, you're a teamster. Did the teamster vote to cut off your son's penis and play charades and call him a little girl? Of course they didn't. Did the Teamsters vote to let 
kids go burn down retails and steal Nikes and Gucci's for reparations and say, oh, that's just peaceful protesting. Of course they didn't. But your money did. Let me tell you how this racket works. That guy. Well, behaviors are going to have to change. And this is one thing we're going to we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors. And at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. This is why my fight is for you, the libtard as well. And I can call you a libtard. I don't have to agree with you. But you know what? I'm not going to just let you die on the freaking vine because if you die, I die, I die, you die. We all in this together, whether we like it or not. I don't care where you put your mouth or your sex organ or any. It's none of my freaking business. I don't know want to know. And by the way, it's not your freaking identity. But because you've bought into this crap, you can be moved and used and you're being used. And here's how every one of us are being used. If you have a 401k, an IRA or retirement savings account, you're being extorted. And let me tell you how it works. These guys at the top of that pyramid that control trillions and trillions of dollars of investment money, they are the only ones that get to decide where it goes. The only ones. You can't even invest your own money. They get to decide. So let me let me just reverse to you. Let's say those rat bastards at the top decided that everybody's going to be Pentecostal. And we're going to be the Pentecostals that kiss rattlesnakes. And if we don't get bit, we must be righteous. No offense if that's your religion. You have the freedom to do that. But let's say they decide that for everybody. And all of a sudden, you got to take off your Antifa fucking mask, get on your knees and start kissing rattlesnakes if you want to be able to buy groceries. Would you do it? Fuck no, you would not do it and wouldn't agree to it. Get the point. Get the point. Save the environment. Every car's got to be a battery-driven car. You forget it kills hundreds of thousands of kids around the world in mining accidents and toxicity. Oh, and China controls all those metals because we can't dig them here, which means China would own us. You okay with that? Of course not. I always tell people, you want to understand how this works? Go study the Venezuelan Mark Zuckerberg. Tell your kids this when they think this system is bad, capitalism is bad, because they all want to be social media influencers. They all want to be media, social media technology billionaires. Say, look, go study the Venezuelan Mark Zuckerberg. Send them. They'll go Google it. And they'll come back to you and say, Dad, I can't find this Venezuelan Mark Zuckerberg. And you get to say, that's my fucking point. There's not one. Because it's Venezuela and the government owns everything. You get my point? These guys control our retirement. This is why I do this with Gold Co., I'm asking you to go to jovanlovesgold.com, fill out the form, get the free 2023 gold IRA kit Americans are using to protect their retirement savings. Fill out the damn form. But let me tell you why. If you've been paying into your retirement for 30 years, you've lost right now about 
one third of that value and you can't do anything about it. You can't even invest that money on your own. You got one move and the one move is to protect it by using gold and silver to protect it. Now, I'm not telling you go buy gold and silver. I'm just telling you feed your brain. It's free. But I'm telling you, you'd be a damn fool to let your retirement account keep on dwindling where these guys get to use it how they want it to force what they want America to be. Those guys don't care. They're owning all the retail. They own all the Walmarts and Targets and all the verticals and stuff, and they're living high on the fucking hog. But you're not. And you're paying for it. We are all paying for this. And that's my whole point of why we've got to fix these elections. Please got to fix your elections. One other thing I'm asking you to fix in your life before I get to my last segment. Uh, we got to work on our health. It's one thing I realize, you know, the only thing I've really got are things I can control. And all of this other stuff is frustrating. And my hair started to fall out. I'm, I'm graying faster than you can imagine. And I realize all this stress, which is what they want, and all this stuff's killing me. One of the products I trust is Fill the Greens. It's a simple powder. I mix it up in the morning. It's part of my morning every morning. And I use it. And I use it because it works. And so... You know, you're not going to go out getting donuts filled with double shredded, double, double lettuce. It's not going to happen. You know, we don't, we're not eating our five fruits and vegetable servings a day. Most people don't. The Mayo Clinic recommends it. If you want to prevent heart disease, don't study politics. No, I'm kidding. But real true. If you don't, if you want to prevent heart disease, you got to lower your blood pressure and your cholesterol. One of the things that naturally do it, because I don't trust medicine anymore. I really don't. I don't know about you. I'm terrified to go into a hospital. If I had to go in a hospital, I think they'd find out who I was. I was a conservative. They'd put me on a, what is it called? A respirator or whatever. Give me something and we'd kill my ass. So I, I realize I now have to take things into my own hands and not rely on the system. And we've, we've got to eat better. That's just all there is to it. Especially as we get older, we got to eat better. An easy way to get all of those servings is just drink them. It's just a powder. It's a very finely tuned powder. Come on, guys. This, this stuff tastes is the bomb. It's just a super powder. It's just very finely powdered fruit and vegetables. But when you mix it with a little bit of water or juice or whatever, I even sprinkle it on cereal with yogurt. I'm getting all those fruits and vegetables I should get, right? And so... This filled the grains, unlike just generic fruits and vegetables, they choose the ones that support your vital organs like heart and lungs, kidneys, and immune system. And by the way, flu season's here. Isn't it interesting? Flu is back again. Anyway, I trust filled the greens to keep me healthy. I wish it could get rid of poison ivy eyes, but it doesn't. So filled the green does work fast. It'll make you have more energy. You'll notice your skin, your hair, and your nails look healthier too. Don't believe me. Ask all the people that follow the program and Rumble that's been doing this because filled the green's been with me for a while. They'll tell you this stuff works and it works fast. You'll feel better. You'll have more energy. You're going to notice great things. You know, you don't always eat right and you don't exercise. So join me and take filled the greens. Let me get you started. 15% off your first order. 
15% off your first order. Visit fillthegreens.com. Use promo code Jovan. That's promo code Jovan at fillthegreens.com, fillthegreens.com. That's all you got, folks. I mean, we got to take care of our families. We got to drill this down to our own homes and stuff and got to be able to take care of ourselves. So you heard the Chesboro stuff. You heard how the court reading all that stuff out is for optics. Let's see what his attorney said. Look, today, your client uh, has now implicated Trump in this criminal conspiracy. If he is called upon to testify uh, in this Georgia case, is he willing? You understand what the media just did. This CNN host says your client just implicated Donald J. Trump in a conspiracy. That's why I showed you that whole clip. Did you hear that anywhere in that stuff? No. But you understand the media's role in it? Most people will never see that clip in court. Did any of that shit come up or be said like that? No. But listen. Look, today, your client uh, has now implicated Trump in this criminal conspiracy. If he is called upon to testify uh, in this Georgia case, is he willing to implicate Trump on a witness stand, uh, which seems to be required in this plea deal that he just struck? So, Abby, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Second of all, I am going to respectfully disagree with you on one thing. I don't think he implicated anyone but himself. And I just want to point out two important facts that I think will get exactly to your question. Not only did he avoid jail time, but this is the most important. He did not plead guilty to the RICO charge. Mr. Chesborough pled guilty, and I printed it out to make sure I had the exact words, conspiracy to commit filing of false documents. The RICO charge was dismissed. And listen, Mr. Chesborough accepted responsibility for count 15 of the indictment, and he agreed that if he were called by the state, he would come testify truthfully. And he is a man of his word, and he will do that. Whether his testimony is going to be helpful to the state, that's going to be for the state to decide. I personally do not see his testimony being helpful for the state. But if the state wants to call him, he absolutely will come and tell the truth. And if they think that's helpful for them, and they think they could convince a jury that his testimony is helpful for them, and so be it. So who, in, in Mr. Chesbro's view, was the architect of this fake electors plot? Mr. Chesbro doesn't think there was a fake electors plot. And, and Abby, please, again, I know I'm repeating myself, but the fake electors plot was part of the RICO conspiracy. And Fonnie Willis dismissed the RICO charge. And the charge that he pled to has nothing to do with being the architect of the fake elector plot. And I will say, and I will ask anyone listening to, to ask themselves this question. If Mr. Chesborough was the architect of the fake elector plot, then would the district attorney of Fulton County offer him five years probation and first offender? I don't think she would. And that really just proves that while he did accept responsibility for count 15, that he was never the architect of the fake elector plot. And if I think if you asked him who was, I think he would say there, was, there wasn't a fake elector plot and there certainly wasn't an architect and it certainly wasn't him. That is the stone cold truth right there. 
it's about words. And why would they do these plea deals and misdemeanors and go away? Because they know it's not going to trial. And if it does, it is not going to stand up in court. And therefore, this is theatrics and warfare on you, the American voter. That's how this game is played. And I told you, my job is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. And if you can't see all these pieces and you're not exposed to all these pieces and how they interplay, you inadvertently can contribute to the ignorance that is killing us. And that's why I do the work I do to make you the smartest patriot in the room. You might need to rewatch this one again. I always take these clips that I play in my program. It's a reason why you should. It's the only reason you should follow me over on Telegram. And it's why. It's because I can just drag it over from my desktop. You got the video. You're looking at it on your phone. That's where Telegram works, which means you've got the video, which means you can share the truth far and wide. If you want to fight this fight, lift your finger, share this program. If you want to fight this fight, you, you, you need to make sure you click and you follow and subscribe. I do this. My job is to educate you. And it is only with truth and clarity. We don't even need consensus. We're not going to have consensus with the left. So quit fighting for consensus. All we need is clarity. And with truth and transparency comes clarity. And just like I did today, I can present a clear case of why even a liberal should be alarmed with this stuff. And it's not about Donald J. Trump or Joe Biden. It's about something bigger. It's about something bigger. Folks, we're in this fight together. We're going through it not because we're losing. We're going through it because the system is terrified. We are winning. They do not want us to wake up and win. And so they are deploying billions and billions, hundreds of billions, really, in psychological warfare to convince us we've lost. And it's just the opposite. All they have is bullshit in their media. But you've got a brain. You've got common sense. You've got linear thinking. And if you deploy them and if you share it and you work in sharing the truth and bringing more people to programs just like this where you just learn the truth with facts, you're not even required to like me. It's just, do you like the truth, and do you want to know how to fight this fight with the truth? Thank you for joining me. I'm going to hop over to Locals next. We are in this together, but I'm telling you, as bad as this seems, we're winning, folks. We're winning. You just have to activate and learn how to fight this fight. Love you all. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. 
what can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Bon Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click. And do it now. Jovan HuttonPulitzer.locals.com is the only place a true patriot can stay informed, free of charge, without censorship. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. It's absolutely a government triangulation. They are literally putting Mike Lindell in the crosshairs. They get to choose 250 ballots of their choosing. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what really happened. Even I had no idea how dirty they play this game of censorship until I lost my social media. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you. You will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now.